<laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's a uh, we are a true test. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to just strong? Is that? Do you just want to do the words? Hi, true neutral asks here. <laughs> I'm Derek, and and Keenan's over there having a conniption apparently. I'm not sure what's happened to him. He was talking fine until we started recording, and then all of a sudden it just it all left. It broke. My my mouth broke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I fixed it. Um, yeah, true neutral ass. That's what those are the words I was trying to say. I just needed to prove to myself that I could. Uh, <laughs> there, I no, beautiful. Pre warning: we have a baby in the room, just in case he decides to. You know, pipe up and throw his opinion in here. He's not very educated, so don't, you know, take anything he says with a grain he's, of salt. He's working on it, though. Yeah. He's working on it. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, what are we? What are you asking me today? So today what question do you have? True for neutral me today? is gonna ask. True neutral asks. Professor Xavier, Sith or Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> this was that hypothetical that wasn't gonna yeah you know. yeah yeah it All is right. <laughs> oh fuck cracks knuckles let's go <laughs> so Xavier is like uh, he already has an opinion about yeah. that um, he has been watching Star Wars so he, he has um Xavier is like, he's like, what alignment would you put Xavier as? Mm. Like D&D status, because I feel like that'll help determine where where he starts to fall. And I feel like he, he would have a journey one to the other either way. Yeah. I think that he might be like a lawful neutral. Yeah, for for the good of everyone, no matter what. I think, yeah. 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 Lawful neutral. Well, yeah, because, yeah. like, his his laws are also different than, like, then, a human law. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so it wouldn't be, like, lawful in the sense that, like, I really like... No, but he has a very rigid law. set of morals that he follows and makes the followers his followers follow that's right a, that's a weird thing to say yep. i said follow too many times and followers i didn't like follow. it didn't like it at all it's that's not a fun one that's an uncomfortable one when it comes out of your mouth yeah gotta love that <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta crave those you gotta look for those you look for the nice ones so much yeah it's sometimes you need a bad one to remind you what the good ones are like yeah sour grapes as it were yeah 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 <laughs> um, but I think you could argue that there are both Sith and Jedi that would also fall under that lawful neutral yeah. banner. Yeah, that's why I think this is a good question. Because, uh, like, all right. Ostensibly, he's a good guy, right? Ostensibly. He, he like, he teaches the good guys. He does the good guy mission. He sends people on the good guy mission. Yeah, he doesn't do very many of them anymore. No. Uh, <laughs> but, like, he did He did do good guy missions. But also, like, it, he's 
real... He kind of is like the Jedi Order, actually. Yeah, he kind of just takes kids and brings them to his school to train them. Yeah, he's like, you're troubled, come here. <laughs> and then, and then, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> boop, 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 now you're an X-Man. Yeah, and, like, that's not the worst thing, given given all the things around a lot of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that might actually be the safest possible option. But not letting people come to that decision themselves makes it odd. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Morally inept. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's there's a weird line crossed that Xavier doesn't mind crossing. Mm-hmm. But the Jedi also don't seem to mind crossing that and make it part of their teachings. And I think, and they have similar reasoning for it, which is like that greater good mentality, right? They Yeah, well, the Jedi can't be trained properly if you've got attachments. It's, like, the Jedi one might be actually more mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just more morally, like, gray as far as like, training and stuff goes, because they're literally like, you can't be attached to anyone or you won't be trained right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that most mutants themselves, until they find Xavier's Academy, they feel that already. Well, they, they uh, some mutants, like, like Rogue, say, in the first X-Men, because that's my biggest reference for most X-Men, <laughs> yeah. is the first X-Men, and then I went and found a lot of stuff after that. But I was very young when that came out, like six or seven. Yeah. And I obsessed over it, and I obsessed over learning everything about all those characters for a long time. Huh. Yeah. The cartoon series in the, yeah. the 90s was what I something I watched a lot. And Finding so. reruns of that after I found the movie yeah. was like a godsend, man. Mm-hmm. That was so good. Um, fuck, where did I start with that? I just got very excited about X-Men. Rogue, Rogue, um, she went away because she was doing nothing but hurting people, Mm -hmm. right? But there are other mutants who can easily hide their powers and, like, aren't actually, like, an obvious danger to other people. And there are most mutants, like, when they do accidentally show their powers, which happens to most of them, um are shunned. They're not mm-hmm. they're not given the opportunity for um for community anymore. So that makes well, that makes them heavy targets for indoctrination. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh that that makes them f- prime prime members of of culty behavior. Yeah. And uh well, yeah, that's just like that's just, it's that that sounds very thing. Jedi. Yeah. It's, it's what they do. Yeah. And, and they're very culty. But the thing is, like, if we're looking at this from, like, a moralistic perspective of in-universe, because from the in-universe perspective of the X-Men, he is, like, there is nearly an orphanage for wayward children who happen to be mutants. Yeah. Uh Whereas the Jedi do function as an actual baby-snatching organization. Which is different. Those are different things. Who funds the school? In in X-Men? Yeah. Uh, Xavier's just loaded when it starts in the comics. Like, it, the, I went back and started reading from, like, the early issues. And, yeah, he, they just, he just has that mansion and stuff. So, I don't think funding's ever really discussed... 
Because it feels like, <laughs> like the jet fuel and all the things, like, someone's got to be paying them. Like, he's getting missions from someone to send the X-Men on. I understand that he's, like, crazy psychic, can see things. Yeah. But, I, like... I bet he just didn't use the best moral judgment and got a lot of money one time <laughs> using his big old psychic brain. Or I bet he still does that. I'm sure he's he's funding that school out of the X-Men missions. I am quite sure in some way. Yeah, he's, he, he's making doing, a profit off of that. He's doing something for sure cuz like, yeah, there it, it, it is a mansion. You're right. That is that is a jet that they yeah. fly around. Yeah, he has not only the mansion, which is not only a house but a functioning school as yeah. well. Oh, and and not not just like a school like it's got room and board for all of those students. Yeah, yeah. It is a but then, big place. Then there's also the underground base that houses yeah. the jet and all their equipment and stuff for like the actual secret X Men missions that are happening with the core team and whatnot. Like not to that, mention the high tech gear that is in there, like the training uh, place. Fuck, they've got a special name for it in X Men. It's like a like a, a battle room. Oh, oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. War room. It's probably not the war room. But, yeah, yeah, like, that's a lot of maintenance, a lot of upkeep, a lot of cleaning, a lot of electricity. Like, he's got a... It doesn't matter how loaded you are, eventually that runs thin when you're doing that much. Yeah, and, I mean, he doesn't seem to be charging tuition. No. As far as I can tell. Like, it's never been brought up that he is. Mm-hmm. So he has to be secretly funding things off of the X-Men missions in some way. Yeah. He's got to be... He's got to be making money somehow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, is 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 like the government paying him? I a government maybe at least, or maybe like like because they could work for multiple governments potentially. Yeah, or I mean, he doesn't need to work. In, for in some storylines, he's part of the Illuminati. So is they the could Illuminati be, funding him? They could be. They could be. That's entirely possible. That's because I like actually I think in most of them he's part of the Illuminati like when it's brought up. Yeah, so like it's entirely possible that 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 could be where he gets them as well, or like when he learns about something he goes out and finds another member and strikes a deal with them like, hey, I'll handle this if you give me you know cash or whatever. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And then he goes just to the X-Men, and he's like, I have a thing I need you guys to take care of. And doesn't give them any explanation, because they never fucking ask. No. They're no. just like, yes, it's... boss. <laughs> like... You got it, Because <laughs> they all feel like this fucking Wookiee life debt to Xavier for bringing him, them here. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's, it's, the, it's the life debt feeling like you gave me everything you made me feel okay as a person, so now I'll do anything for you. And he's got that for life. Yeah, from so many people, and he can just continually take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's... I mean, I guess Magneto does the kind of the same thing, but Magneto does more of the Sith style, where he just lets... Yeah. Wayward mutants come to him. Yeah, he actively does not like do any sort of recruiting or anything. They yeah. like they find their way there. Mm-hmm. And that's and he's like, different. sure, I'll help you learn your powers if you fucking help me out. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> it's very much. It feels well. It's gonna feel weird to say. It feels more like a brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> of maybe evil mutants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does. It it does feel more organic. 
the way Magneto does things rather than Charles going out and finding people and being like, you, you're coming with me yeah. to my giant mansion. Or just I'm going to recruit you into people. my mutant army so we can fight Magneto and whoever the fuck else shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a weird, weird style about him. Um, the whole thing. So, I don't know. Some of the strongest mutants in the world in my school. And some of them hate each other. <laughs> Just outright. I don't know how I keep them in line sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's that one-eyed freak? <laughs> Yeah. That's, the, that's the only X-Men I can confidently do, is some version of Wolverine. <laughs> it's just a, a vague Wolverine. It's, it's a tough It's a tough guy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Who says bub. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> really, he does say it too much. Like, even in the comics, he's, he says it a lot. Yeah. It's, they were clearly like, this is his thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's Canadian. Yeah. A couple of people have tried to change that, and that was a bad call. Yeah. He's... I don't know why you would try to change no, that. No, like, like, just in, like, the writer's room and stuff. Yeah. Like, and people have been suggested that they rewrite it, so, like, he's an American badass or whatever. Like, no, that... No, he's, he's, like, the only Canadian hero right now. Yeah. Like, let, let him say that Technic- way. Yeah, hero, yes. I was going to say, there's also Sabretooth, because Sabretooth's his brother, but Sabretooth's a villain, so... Yeah. Yeah. But that was also, I think, I'm, I'm recalling stories from, like, the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. when they were trying to, like, make X-Men popular. popular. Yeah, yeah, as it should be. Yeah. X-Men's a great comic. It is. I'm so excited that this is all coming up. With the, they announced the, the X-Men uh, animated re, reissue. Oh, yeah, thing. X-Men 97? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks fucking great. I'm very excited for that. That'll be cool. Yeah. So, would Xavier be a Jedi or a Sith? Uh, I think based on what we've discussed thus far, I think it's it's sounding more Jedi than Sith. I think Magneto is sounding more like a Sith. He does sound more Sithy, but would like? All right. Let's let's imagine. Let's imagine Xavier is to be trained. Mm-hmm. As a as a young one, okay. Do you do you think over time he would grow weary of the Jedi Order? Being like keeping in mind that he's as powerful as he is. Let's say he's just got like some like extra telekinetic force abilities in this instance. Yeah, I don't know that he would though. I think that he would just be like one of. Just a, a member of the like the high order, the council, or whatever. Like that's, I, I think that he would just come to terms with that and be like, I I'm here. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. I I don't think that he would really stray too far if he had been like trained by them and indoctrinated in as as a child. Yeah. I, you you think he'd just fall in line with their order? I do, yeah. 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 The stuff he does in his own universe is already similar enough that it's not that big of a leap for me to be like, yeah, yeah, he would just, that would be fine with him. Okay. And he would just rise to the top of the council eventually. 
Yeah, fair enough. And then he might even just, like, take it over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... The real question is, is would he still be in a wheelchair if he was in Star Wars universe? <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, they just give him robot legs. Yeah, they would probably just give him robot legs, actually. It's sci-fi. They can just magic that away. Yeah, robot legs. It's cool. They have those. <laughs> it's in a galaxy far, far away. You know, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. A long time ago. Don't worry about how long. <laughs> I was I was looking for like the best Xavier stories, and that was such a limited overview of those things. I couldn't even tell you if they were good or not. Bad job, MTV News. I not think I'm not going to talk about your article any more than that. The, it was just not very good. The Xavier centric stories that I always hear about the most are the ones where him and Magneto meld into. The big scary villain dude, Omega, maybe? I don't remember what his name is. You have the Bible right there next to you. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, um, who, who? Uh, when him and, when Xavier and Magneto meld into one person, I can't, and never remember what his name is. Are you talking about Legion? No. No, no Legion is his son. I don't, I don't know who to look up for this. Uh, go to Xavier's page, maybe. I don't know if it's Professor Xavier, if it's oh, just yeah. Xavier. Uh, L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S. I'm too far. He's too far. He found Spider-Man because it opens right to Spider-Man. I feel like we've been to Spider-Man's page quite a few times. We have. And there's also four pages of Spider-Man's page, so yeah. it's very easy to fall on his page. Uh, pride. Um... That's Kitty Pride. Professor X, here we are. Okay, there should be a small blurb in there somewhere about him doing something, because it's a, it's a fairly big thing when it happens, I think, in okay, the comics. Okay, well, listen to this just little thing, because I want to read it, and it's very funny. Although his love for Shi'ar, Empress Lelandra, took him across the galaxy, Professor X eventually returned to the X-Men. <laughs> just got a picture of him making out with her. All right, then. That's good for you, Professor <laughs> X. It's like, what is this? What are comic books, man? They're ridiculous and fun is what they are. <laughs> I don't know. I always want to say his name's like Omega or something, but I can never remember. Oh, my God. The, all right, so, the, you know, these have various paragraphs and, like, versions of, like... It's kind of like a timeline of the character, like, mm -hmm. as as summary. I want to read the first sentence of the last paragraph of this page. Ex Onslaught. Onslaught. That's his name. I will look up Onslaught as soon as I read the first sentence of the last paragraph of Professor X's page in this entry, because I... Uh, Xavier's astral form had survived and had been imprisoned on the astral plane by the Shadow King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get him, Shadow King. <laughs> just... Banish you to the Shadow Realm. Xavier became alive again, literally as a man just called X, in a whole new body. Could he? Could he walk? This is X, I think. Oh, he can. He's very Buzz Lightyear esque. Yeah. <laughs> 
He looks like he's, the X-Man version of a Buzz Lightyear type guy. He's in Phantom X's body. I don't know who Phantom X is, but that's that's one word and it starts with an F. Alright, okay. That's an interesting name. Onslaught. Here he is. He's pretty crazy looking. Yeah, he is. There's, there's the art they have for him. I'm glad that the, all of the listeners get to see this. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool art, though. It looks neat. Looks neat. Night, night, neat, Looks like night. Looks night. All right, then. <laughs> Says the man who had a strong at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> you should make fun of me for it. <laughs> I did. I said more. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's some merging of Professor X and Magneto, which is very evil. Fuck shit up. Keenan is quickly studying. Studying the tomes. So, I, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's promising. At that moment, Xavier's own doubts, dark fears, doubts, and frustrations combined with Magneto's anger and lust for revenge to form a new being, Onslaught. This creature lay dormant in Xavier's mind, only manifesting itself when Professor's frustrations came to the fore. Okay. Eventually, Onslaught just... When, when Onslaught finally take, took over the professor's body, the X-Men quickly realized what had happened. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> How? <laughs> How? Well, I mean, if he looks like that... But they quickly realized that the manifestation of Magneto's fears and, like, lust for revenge and his own doubts and fears led to this creature <laughs> which took him over from his own mind. They just figured that out. They quickly figured out what had happened, and that's the situation. I mean, Jean Grey's pretty smart. Stop it! <laughs> Is that not good enough answer for you? Did you not like that one? He captured Franklin Richards. <laughs> yeah, Onslaught's crazy. You fuck shit up, man. He does what he wants. There's there's no um there's no description here, but the Fantastic Four and the Avengers had to stop him. <laughs> but, I mean that's all it said. They that they yeah. that they did stop him, but it took the combined effort of yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah goddamn. So he's got a dark side. Yeah. So that that came from within his own mind. Mm -hmm. It might have been combined with the fears like the the anger of Magneto, but it was all in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the description is much deeper than the one that I had. Here, I'll, I'll tell you what the description here, and I just Googled it. Um, so, here's just the whole thing. When Charles Xavier telepathically rendered Magneto catatonic, he unknowingly absorbed Magneto's dark ego. Magneto's negative emotions merged with Xavier's suppressed urges, forming a powerful, dormant, psionic entity. The self-dubbed onslaught. He named himself that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
That's honestly uh, might be a better description than this as a whole. Yeah, that's it's that's more... probably what they figured out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was probably like the the condensed version that made it easy to understand. Because what this is is a rambling of lore that you have to like do the math about. Yeah. Um, Onslaught possessed Xavier's mental abilities combined with Magneto's power of magnetism. That does make him really powerful. Yeah. He also had powers of telekinesis and astral projection. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he can fuck... He can fuck shit up. Oh, uh, he didn't just capture Franklin Richard. He, he he put him inside his body and used his power. Like Majin Buu! Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't, like, eat him or kill him. He just, like, put him in there. Yeah, yeah. Which like, is scarier, yeah. actually, I think. Because at least with Majin Buu, you could like see the thing getting eaten, <laughs> you know? Well, it wasn't always a cookie. It was, he, when he absorbed him, they just grabbed him with his blubber and sucked him into him. Oh, I do remember that now. <sighs> I can't repress that. <laughs> uh. I, 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 I never I, liked the one I never liked was when Cell got Android seventeen and eighteen, and his sucker thing just got all big and just like whoop walked uh, on yeah. him like a fucking victory bell on James. Yeah, I'm like I I don't like that. And then they're just like lark lark lark, and like they get slowly snake. sucked yeah. in. I'm like oh yeah. The Majin Buu one wasn't that bad compared to the Cell one. You know there was a fucking image from the the first Cell. Like his his first form, um, where he uh, like sucked a guy dry. Mm-hmm. You know, like first of all, that is terrifying. Yeah, that is the scariest thing. He wiped so. out entire towns. Yeah, but just watching him do that to a person was probably the scariest thing that Cell ever did, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But also, like, there's just this image of a guy falling and his suit falling and a bunch of money falling and just him not being there anymore, and it was just such a powerful image to me as a kid. Mm-hmm. It's still, I, I watched that episode again with my kid, and I was just like, damn. Yeah. That's right. really brutal. I don't know if I should have wa- watched that, and mm-hmm. also, that was a really powerful image still. Yeah. Yeah. Cell Saga is a great saga. It's my favorite one. <laughs> it's without a doubt. Like, First Form Cell is also, like, my favorite bad guy design. I, I think he's so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. They kind of reused it a little bit when they brought Janimba in. Like, it's vaguely similar in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Janimba's first form, at least. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. It's a character from one of the movies. Uh, I, have, <laughs> I have not watched any. I haven't even seen the Broly movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cemetery Gates plays in the background. Oh, really? It's, yeah, dude. That's cool. <laughs> it's neat as fuck. Broly's all powering up and Pantera's playing in the background and shit. That's like, rad as fuck. Yeah, it's kick-ass. <laughs> I might have to watch it just for that. That's sick as hell. <laughs> Phil Anselmo seems like a dick. I should say that. I feel like I need to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. It's, it's probable. He seems like a dick, but Pantera? Fucking some rad music. Yeah. Yeah. Rest Good in, tunes. Rest in peace, boys. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, 
So I think overall so, that uh, Xavier would probably be a Jedi. I think he, I think I'm gonna say he's probably a Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Um, even with the evil in his mind, um, this does seem I to mean, have been fully adopted from Magneto's evil. Yeah. Well, and also we have seen time and time again that even the greatest of Jedi's always have anger in their hearts somewhere. It's all about the choice to not fall to the dark side and not. Yeah. Than being perfect. Yeah. And so it's, it's yeah about getting back up. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole thing. So yeah, I'm gonna say he's a Jedi, and if I fall back down, <laughs> y'all gonna have me back up again. Yeah, it's a good song too. If I fall back down, y'all gonna be my friend. It's a good song. It's a very good song. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, you liked it. I'm not sure, yeah, we came to that conclusion very early, and I thought we would find some evidence maybe later on that would that would refute no, it, but no, no. No, overall, Xavier's a dick, but he's he is, like, still working for the greater good, which is the same thing Jedi do, mm-hmm. and, like, the greater good is, like, as we've discussed many, many times, not really the best thing to work for all the time, if you're gonna have that attitude about it. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe that's wrong, but I just can't be so um, blasé about human life, mm-hmm. I guess, is is the thing. Whereas you have to be if you're going to take that stance. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I do want to know now, there's another mystery to be had, which is how is he funding everything? I, so. <laughs> so overall, I think um, he is... He is in Illuminati number one. Yeah. The comic book. Like, he is very... He is at the forefront of that organization. Yeah. But I think he is established as Professor X, head of the mutants, at that time. Because there would have been no other reason to have some random bald guy with telekinesis there. Yeah. Like, the telekinesis is probably a good reason to have somebody on the Illuminati with that. Well, Just I'm not saying he didn't like, start it on his own funds, but after so long, he's going to need uh, an influx of money to keep it going. Where did Professor X get his mansion? Maybe I can just look that up. Yeah, I have no idea, because, yeah, that actually doesn't make sense, as far as I can tell. If I remember the movie correctly, him and Magneto went to a concentration camp. Um, Magneto definitely did. I don't think Charles was there. No? No, I think that was a a Magneto-only experience, and that's, like, kind of the forming experience that made them different. So, like, Charles, like, has an overall more sympathetic view of the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, what the fuck is Magneto's real name? I can't remember. Richard? I don't know. I was about to say Ian McKellen. <laughs> I I don't understand. What what like, does it say? Well, nobody else is asking this. <laughs> See, we can do a deep dive on this. We it'll be uh, hmm, mm-hmm, I have uncovered a mystery. Well, no, there was a there was a bunch of like you know auto suggests for like where because uh, I typed in where did Professor X get his mansion. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of, like, get his powers, get his, like, suit, get his wheelchair, like, <laughs> like there's a, there was a bunch of different autocompletes, but none of them was, like, get his mansion. And I, 
Everyone just takes it for granted that he has all this money, but I refuse. Yeah. Uh. Gray Malkin Lane. It's located at 1407 Gray Malkin Lane, Salem oh. Center. Okay. Oh, it was the Xavier family home. Okay. Interesting. Following the Cuban Missile Crisis of 1962, Charles Xavier converted the mansion into a boarding school. Huh. Alright. So he inherited the house. Oh, this is, this is part of the X-Men movies wiki. I just noticed that. All right, all right, all right. But it is one of the only places that that has mentioned it, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it is the the canon reason for all of the mansion in all of the Marvel movies so far that have had the X Men in it. So, I think this was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this he this has to do with like the time travel movies and stuff, which I haven't watched a good number of times. Yeah, First Class. Oh, First Class. Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past, which I watched a couple of times. So I might maybe should have known that, but... I, I haven't seen Days of Future... I think I watched that once after it came out, and I was like, this movie sucks. <laughs> so did First Class. Was that the one with Deadpool? No, that's uh, Wolverine Origins. Oh, yeah. I remember watching that and thinking that I don't know Deadpool, but this isn't right and it feels bad to watch. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I remember. I remember watching that. that the first time and being like, why is Deadpool Baraka, but not Baraka? And they, they took the mouth off the Merc with the mouth. You just... Yeah. Ah! It's an insane thing to do. Like... Like, I, I knew very little about Deadpool, like, before the movies came out. I'm totally honest. I just didn't know anything about him. I knew him passing references, and I was like, oh, it's not Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I, I knew he was supposed to talk. Yeah. I knew that much. I knew that he was supposed to talk and be funny. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't any of those things. No. And the sword's coming all Baraka style out of his arms. And Weird. Ah, it was a bad decision. Like he bad choice. Like he would definitely use that kind of weapon, but it would like he would have something to say about why he was using that weapon. Mm -hmm. Like I saw this in a movie last week. Yeah, found this in one of my favorite video games. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. just some some stupid reason to be trying out a weapon you wouldn't normally see him with. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Aside from that Deadpool bit, uh. Wolverine Origins was not the worst of the movies. No. But that's because Hugh Jackman's good at being Wolverine. He's so good. And so it's like easy just, just to watch him be Wolverine and be like, yeah, this is good. I like this. Um. Oh, yeah, okay, so... That's why Logan was so good. Because they only brought in, like the big names that were, like, they knew would be good at what they were doing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I found... I found one answer on Reddit that seems to... seems decent. Okay. Um, it says, The mansion is inherited from his wealthy mother. Um, with psychic powers and questionable morals, he was able to grow his inheritance considerably. 
On top of that, Warren Worthington, Angel, is a benefactor with really deep pockets that helps them out. All right. Most of the advanced equipment he gets from the Shi'ar Empire and uh, or Hank McCoy or Forge Design to build. All right. So, yeah. Like, yes. Hank McCoy has been with the team forever. Yeah. He does build a lot of that weird technological stuff. Mm-hmm. Didn't consider that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, no, he, he, he is, would like, still the resident need, scientist there. He would still need supplies. Yeah, yeah, they still got to pay for supplies. But if uh, Angel is, like, a benefactor, then yeah. that, that is an income of money right there. Plus, like they said, like, using his own powers, he's able to grow his money as well. So. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, it does. If he's a greater good kind of guy. Like I said, he's probably just swindling people on some of the missions he's doing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was just stealing from, like, rich assholes. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't, like, take very much. No, steal from the rich to give to the rich. Well, steal the rich to give to, give to the rich who will actually, you know, you know, divert it. Well divert it into his own boarding school so he can help the kids that are there at least, but... It's called trickle-down economics, Derek. <laughs> no. It is. That's well, what it's called. It's That's what it's called, but... <sighs> hmm. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's because it doesn't work. It's bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's how we get prison slaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Also, the Constitution. Everyone's like, but we got rid of the chain gangs. That's good, right? Like, that wasn't... I mean, it was part of the problem, but it wasn't the, the, the problem. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't really, like, the main issue of being, you know, stuck together, like, you know. It's not really the issue. Good Lord. Um, it, uh, if you think we missed anything while we talk... Yeah, if you have any particular examples of Xavier being evil, would would be something to bring up, I think. Besides him being Onslaught. Yeah, uh, Onslaught doesn't really count. Just, like, real, real, like, not morally dubious, because well, we've covered that. Yeah, he, he's he, fine with that. Yeah, he is He is morally dubious. We understand. Uh, but, like... But if something he, evil. Something morally reprehensible. Yeah, if you can think of anything that he's done like that, please... Please let us know. Yeah, I'd be very interested to see if we can find a more Sith side of Charles Xavier. Yeah, if we get, you know, even a couple of responses that make us think for even half a second, we'll probably do another episode. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so... Uh, um, you can go ahead and let us know over at trueneutralpod at gmail.com. Send us an email, we'll check it out. It'll be good. It's yeah. good. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I want Mackie there at the end of my car. <laughs> uh, and don't forget to also check out the other channels. We got the regular True Neutral feed. We got the True Neutral Presents Bad Movies, True Neutral True Crime. And uh, I'm not going to say this one because you're already here listening. Oh, True Neutral Asks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? We still have a couple more channels coming for you guys. So <laughs> we're getting. Is that just the one? Oh, is Cryptids already up? Or Discusses already up? Discusses is not up. Yeah, neither is Cryptids, I don't think, is it? Is Cryptids up? I thought Cryptids was up. Yeah, check out Cryptids around the world, too. I forgot that one was already up. It's it, there. It may or not, may or may not be. Anyway, you can search it, and you'll find the, you'll find the ones that we've done on this, on the, on the regular feed. Yeah! <laughs> on the True Neutral feed. 
I don't know what show this is. Oh, I never know what show it is. My God. You just said it. Nope. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.